0: I'm Ron Harrigan, and this is a Fulcrum Strategies Healthcare Update. What we've learned from COVID-19. You know, I woke up this morning and I realized that we've been dealing with COVID-19 for about six months now. I closed the Fulcrum offices and sent my people to work from home on March 13th. It was almost six months ago. I started thinking about what we've learned about the virus and ourselves over the last six months. Looking back, I see many positive things and some negative ones. At the start of this pandemic, our healthcare delivery system was presented with a new virus that they had never seen. As patients started rolling into the hospitals and ICUs, our healthcare professionals were truly learning as they treated. The approaches to patient care and the treatments at their disposal during those early days are very different than what they do and have now. You can see a dramatic drop in the fatality rate from those early days till now. Simply put, our healthcare delivery system and the professionals who work in it responded to this new challenge with incredible speed and effectiveness. Even today, they constantly challenge themselves to do better each and every day. One of the things we've learned from this crisis is just how amazing and capable our healthcare professionals are and how lucky we are to have them. In addition to the advances in the clinical approach to COVID, we've learned that for the most part, the people who have dedicated their lives to caring for others did it because of the passion and the commitment they have for patient care. If not, we would not have seen so many stories of doctors, nurses, and other professionals working mind-numbing hours while putting themselves at risk of contracting the virus. We saw stories of nurses leaving the safety of their homes and traveling to New York City and other hotspots to help out. I, for one, gained a little more hope for humanity watching these healthcare professionals. We owe them a debt of gratitude that should not be soon forgotten. I hope none of you know someone who was in an ICU with COVID, and I hope you never do. But for those of you that do know someone who was impacted that way, you understand what I'm saying. We've also learned that America has an incredible capacity to rise to a challenge. We were presented with a never-before-seen virus, and it looks like in less than 12 months, we will have not one, but possibly three safe and effective vaccines available and fully vetted by large-scale clinical trials ready to protect not only our country, but the world over. That is truly amazing. I would argue that it's even bigger than Kennedy's challenge to walk on the moon. If 2021 is a return to normal, it will be in large part to the incredible efforts of those people who did the work and the research to develop these vaccines. We've also learned that as a society, we have an incredible capacity to adapt. Our education system adapted to distance learnings. Businesses adapted to things like curbside pickup. Physicians adapted to telehealth. We adapted and made the best of a bad situation. Now, don't get me wrong. There are still way too many people who have been hurt by this crisis and too many small businesses that will never recover from this blow. I don't want anyone to think that I'm minimizing any of that. We've also learned some bad things about our society right now. Like any challenge, we've stumbled along the way. As long as we learn from these stumbles, we'll be okay. If we fail to learn from our mistakes... Well, then we're going to be doomed to repeat them at times we've stumbled by not trusting the experts and believing the science my son has a t-shirt that says science it's like magic but real we need to remember that and trust the science we stumbled with hydroxychloroquine by rushing it to use before it was proven safe and effective we eventually learned that it's neither we stumble when we don't listen to the experts talk about mask wearing and social distancing It it still amazes me when I go to the grocery store and watch adults walking around without a mask. I watch them walk right next to someone who's elderly and as such is at high risk for COVID. Speaking of mask wearing, we've learned that we are incredibly polarized right now. We see polarization on race relations, political affiliations, and so many other areas. But what amazes me is how we can turn something like wearing a mask in public into a political debate. In my mind, and the minds of any and every rational physician out there, mask wearing is not a debatable issue. It is clearly a good and easy way to help slow down the spread of a very dangerous virus, period. How anyone can be in public and not wear a mask is beyond me, but I see it happen every day. We've stumbled here, and we need to learn from this mistake. My last concern is around the very promising work being done on a vaccine for COVID-19. Let's not stumble on this one. Let's not rush these vaccines to market before they have completed the necessary clinical trials. Trust the science. Let's not make the same mistake we made with hydroxychloroquine. When the vaccine is available, let's not turn it into a political issue. Here's a newsflash for everybody. COVID doesn't care if you're a Republican or a Democrat. It's an equal opportunity virus. If you get the virus, it also doesn't care who you give it to. It's just as happy to spread to your loved ones as it is a stranger. And yes, it will equally spread to those people who agree with your politics just as well as it will to those people who don't. There's an overwhelming consensus from the scientists who have spent a lifetime in this field that our best chance for beating this virus is social distancing, mask wearing, good hygiene, and a safe and effective vaccine. No matter what anyone else says, sunlight, ingesting disinfectant, and toxic plant extracts are not going to do the trick. So to that end, let's end on a positive note. If you're reading or listening to this and you're a frontline healthcare worker, thank you. Thank you very much. If you're an essential worker making sure that the rest of us can get our food and other essentials, thank you. If you're a teacher in this difficult time, thank you. If you're doing your part to help us all get through this, thank you. If you don't fall into one of those buckets and you can't even be bothered to wear a mask in public, then get with the program. Because if you aren't part of the solution, you're part of the problem. And this is a big problem. Thank you all. And as always, be safe and be well.